This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and this with you Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and this with Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. We're here today to talk about season eight, episode six of The Masked Singer, aka 90s Night. This is being released to you a little closer to the episode seven that's upcoming because we did not get an episode six until a Sunday night. So that's where we are. Mass Singer's all over the place, but we're making it work. Okay. I'm, of course, your host. Puya, the mixer, Zan Bikili, back at it once again. And with me, as always, is Liana, the tablet, Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? Wait, the what? Tablet. Oh, I thought you said taglet. And I didn't know what that was. So I didn't know if I should be offended or not. But that's fine. I, I can be a tablet. Uh, okay, so the other thing I wanted to say was that... Oh, yes. Sorry. When you were talking about the whole scheduling of it all, which, by the way, excited to be here, of course, as always. Love talking about The Mass Singer with my BFF. Whenever Mike asks me about The Mass Singer on the B&B, he's like, yeah, so what's going on in the world of The Mass Singer? And I'm like, I don't know. No one knows. No one ever knows. There's baseball on all the time. I don't know when the episodes are. We thought there were going to be two episodes. Turns out we got a rerun of Muppets Night and then the new episode. So 
We're going to talk about 90s night here, but I think we should be smooth sailing for the rest of the season now that baseball is over. Right. So we were initially supposed to get uh, two ep- two new episodes to, uh, last night. That was supposed to be the case, Sunday night, two episodes. And then there was a moment where game three of the World Series got delayed by rain, got pushed a day. So if we had gone to a game seven of the World Series, which was very close, I don't know what would have happened then if things would have gotten pushed around or whatever, but it really was a, a full-blown mess this past week or these past couple of weeks with the, with baseball going on as well. Now that's over. I think this is the only stopgap measure episode we're getting where it's going to be on a Sunday. I think moving forward, everything's going to be on a Wednesday as scheduled and we should be all steam uh, full steam ahead. It would have been very weird though. So I'm glad I think in retrospect, they looked at it in retrospect and changed it because mm-hmm. it would have been weird if the two episodes they played back to back on a Sunday would have been the 90s night, a.k.a. the last time we see the second group and then the full new group to premiere right after that shoved in the back end of a double episode. So, mm-hmm. right. So we wrap up group B too. There's no group it- names, but yeah, okay. group B. Yeah, the second group, we wrap it up and then we've got three episodes and looking at the schedule, they are going to be all on Wednesday, the 9th, the 16th and the 23rd. So that's going to close out then the second or the third group. And then I assume after that, at some point, we're going to have maybe a road to the finals, maybe just straight up the finale. Who knows? But I think I the think- finale is on the 16th. And I think they, they've they been saying semifinals for these three. So I think what's going to happen is we're going to get a semifinal episode with the three champions. One of them is going to get booted. Then we're going to go to a final with just two performances. But then that would put us in the seventh. Uh, with a road to the final, probably, know. which will push yeah, us yeah, to, yeah. This, okay. to the okay. that mid-December spot. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because, like, I don't know, just skip the road to the finale or just, like, mix it in. Anyway, cool. So we're going to wrap up Group B and then smooth sailing ahead. Exactly. That's that is the plan. Yes. So yes. 90s night, Liana, I think you and I, this this was very nice, fun episode for us. Specifically for me, it was nice to get an episode where I actually know what's going on and I'm not completely <laughs> in the dark and lost on the theme. So, <laughs> yeah. So was this your favorite theme so far? Uh, let's see. So we've had Muppets. We've had Andrew Lloyd Webber. What are some of the other ones we got throughout uh, Vegas the season? and TV theme? TV theme also I thought I would know more but then they didn't play any of the ones I knew so that didn't hit for me Vegas I've never been but I can appreciate I think this is my favorite though especially when they started up with the you know instant messaging and dial up internet booting screen I did Mm -hmm. that immediately took me back the AOL reference right at the beginning (laughs) yeah even though I never used AOL I was a um I was more of a uh what's it called um, dear Lord, if I can remember, this would be great. <laughs> oh, um, MSN Messenger guy. Yes. There oh, we go. oh, but we had both. Obviously, had to have both. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my God, AOL Messenger. God. Oh no, I'm cringing thinking. Okay, we're gonna just move on from those unfortunate memories. And I will tell you that I think my favorite theme was probably '90s Night. Too. I think mm-hmm. TV theme night was fun. Muppets night was fun. Andrew Lloyd Webber night, fun. Vegas night didn't really get it. But this one, I don't know. I 
I feel like it's hitting right in my nostalgia button as well in terms of the songs that were sung. I feel like having the celebrities that they did come out really fit. Like this is no carrot top. Okay. I was very excited to see some of the celebrities here. So for me, I think this hit the nail on the head, especially like you said, with all the iconography, the fonts, all of that. It just, yeah, it was, it was just fun. It it reminded me of going to, going to the roller skating rink because that was what we did as kids and as young adults. Yes, I too was reminded of of a, of a of a roller skating rink. Yeah, we would go to the roller skating rink, and even as we got older and the '90s concluded, they were still playing the exact same songs. So we're just out there skating to the exact same songs. Whoop! There it is, everywhere, all the time. That and I guess sporting events. I think would be the other one where I just hear it all the time. It makes me think of growing up. Yeah, I I did love again. I love the way they opened the show with the dial-up stuff, and then whoop, there it is, getting played to open us up was lovely as well. I definitely vibed with that quite a bit. And then ultimately, when it came down to getting everyone ready, I'm glad we didn't have a guest judge. I feel like the guest judge kind of takes too much away from the judges at that point. Which, not that the judges are so good that I need to hear them themselves and no one else. It's more so that I feel like let's focus on the performers because we're getting so little time with two of them anyway. And then you add a judge into the mix that takes so, that's so much is going on. Well, I my my first thought was so. OK, so not, just to like sort of jump right on into everything. So we've had a performance to start off the show. We talked about this last week with Rainbow Connection. So this was tag team, which. I did look at their Spotify because I was like, is this the only song they're known for? Yes, it is the only song that they're known for, (laughs) at least from what I can tell based on their, you know, Spotify playlist. Now, obviously, the song is very popular. Fun game um, in the 90s. But usually, even if like there's artists that are kind of a one hit wonder, but they have like another song or two, they'll like creep up at least equally. Like, I'll tell you that looking at the most popular songs on tag teams, Spotify playlist, it's Whoop, there it is with 34 million 400 something thousand listens. And the next one is at 215,000. So, like, significantly fewer. And it's a Whoop Brooklyn Bounce remix, also. So, anyway, it's funny to have the one hit wonders there for tag team. I thought for a brief second they were going to be our guest judges. Turns out they were there to just sing the same song over and over and over again, which well, I'm sure they also did when they were performing in the 90s. <laughs> when you want to know where the cl- onstage clue is supposed to be, whoop, there it is, is a great way to signal that, right? So that's exactly mm-hmm. what they were there for. Liana, fun game. Do you remember where the first time you heard that song was? Like in what movie or show? Or was it just you heard the song for the first time like it, on itself? Do you remember? <sighs> feel like it was it i mean we went to a lot of sporting events when i was younger so mm-hmm. i have to imagine that i was like a child at a sporting event and that's probably where i heard it for the first time there wasn't like a like i can't think of a specific movie or something where it was the first time i heard it interesting so uh i remember specifically because it was in a movie that i watched a, a many times growing up and that is of course mighty ducks 2 <laughs> It's when they were in, they were playing uh, 
street hockey like on rollerblades against the the los angeles <laughs> kids and then the knuckle puck was like what shocked them like oh my god the knuckle puck and then randomly this kid gets recruited to the team mid-tournament which i'm pretty sure you can't do because the tournament's underway you just add someone to the roster but they mm-hmm. did um i should watch that again actually Maybe what if I don't mm, like it now? Exactly. Do you really want to ruin oh, like something no. that was really important to you as a child? But I want to watch it. No, what you want is you want to have that same feeling that you would feel when you would watch it. Right? That's actually what you want. And you think that Mighty Ducks 2, sorry, D2, the Mighty Ducks will give you that feeling, but we don't necessarily know that. Be cautious. I caution you. But oh. also do what you feel. And I love you very much. Okay. Thank you very okay. much. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. So shall we talk about this, uh, the rest of this episode then? I suppose we should. All right. Wait, let me see. Let me see who's, who we're talking about. For, whoa, whoop. There it is. It's walrus time. Oh. Great. All right. There it is. Liana, here comes the walrus to Eiffel 65's I'm Blue. Uh, mm. Great. Again, another great tune from the 90s. The uh, walrus's clue was they come in threes which I should have clocked what the clue meant. We can talk about it during the unmasking, but there are, you know, you don't think about it until you think about it. There are plenty of threes in the nineties as far as like TV people go, TV Mm -hmm. groups go. So I had the wrong one. (laughs) It's what I'm saying. Ah, okay. 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 Interesting. Yeah. So that we, you know, we know that that clue is really important. I'll say that it must have sparked something in you. For me, I was like, I don't know. I got nothing. Comes in threes. Okay. Could be anything. I thought maybe one of three brothers, one of three, you know, whatever. Like for me, no idea. Didn't mean anything until we get into the clue package where I think it became, I thought, I feel like they were very explicit, at least with the type of person that this was. Maybe not necessarily the person, but like definitely there was nothing obfuscative about what they were trying to say with the clue package. Yeah. So for me, it comes in threes was in my head. And then the clue package started with they dropped the the phrase full house, which Mm -hmm. took me to full house. Uh, mm-hmm. which then I wrote Dave Couillet. Then I wrote, no, no, no. John Stamos makes more sense if it's a good singer. And then when I heard <laughs> the voice, I was like, okay, well, it's not John Stamos. So that's not a thing. But then the mention of the flannel, the leather jacket, I was like, okay. And the zip code, I thought, I don't think this is John Stamos. I think this is someone who was younger in the nineties, as in they played a younger character. Cause he was already uncle Jesse in full house, even though he was cool. He was still older. He wasn't like mm-hmm. the, the young like early 20s or late teens kid um Mm. ultimately it makes sense given the show i was thinking of otherwise so that was good i don't know what the jenny the cat clue was do not understand that but your mom and you are about to freak out like how are you so confident about me freaking out if you're saying my like if i'm a younger let's say i'm a gen z if my mom's going to freak out, am I going to freak out? Does that mean that you've done stuff that I would know about? Well, yeah. Okay. The, the, well, cause what was it? He was assigning autographs at the mall and taking pictures with your mom. Like we kept hearing about your mom <laughs> and what to me, what that meant was that it was more like based on the era, it is maybe more likely that, your mom would be familiar with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So yeah. So I immediately started thinking of like all of those TV shows. So like Dawson's Creek, 90210, Party of Five, like uh, Full House. All of those started running through my mind. And I was like, okay, who is the heartthrob from each of those shows? Because that's how I'm going to end up narrowing this down. Because did you did you go through the rest of the clue package? Did we talk about this? If I miss anything, feel free to share it. Because I that's as far as my notes go. Summer to remember. Yeah. Killer zip code. Oh, did you get the catchphrase permanently cemented into pop culture? Yeah, well, I unfortunately shared the same guess as, as Ken Jong, which was not great. But have mercy was what came to my mind as well. <laughs> uh, ultimately, it's not a can we say it's not a it's a catch word. It's not even a phrase. What does it mean to be a phrase versus like, how, like, how, is it if it's a catch word? Is it only one word? If it's a catch yeah. phrase, is it? It's a, so if no, you I don't think a catch word, word is a is a phrase people use, but I feel like we're playing fast and loose with the word phrase if one word can count. I think that's tough because you would say so like one of the when I saw catchphrase, I was like, oh, my God, it's Henry, Henry Winkler, even though obviously like I knew in my 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 brain somewhere that that wasn't the case. But I was like, I could count a hey. but that's also a word or I guess it's more of a sound. So I don't know if that would count in your like, OK, so like, for example, is oh, please, is that a catchphrase because it's two words? I think it depends on the cadence, right? If you're like, if you say like, oh, please. Yes, that's a catchphrase. If you say, how rude. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But if it's just a sound, if it's one word, that's a catch word. I mean, I'm sure that's, there's no phrase for it otherwise. (laughs) Like we're being sticklers, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. So run us through the performance. What did you think of the performance by the walrus here? Oh my God. I was so happy. This was also the moment where my, just my little heart went so happy for the music when it was two princes by the spin doctors. And I was impressed with what the walrus had to bring. I felt like he had really good stage presence. I felt like his vocals were pretty strong. I loved the whole, like, cause he, so he's the walrus looking like Paddington bear with the whole raincoat, all of that kind of stuff. So all the backup dancers had the rain gear, the umbrellas, the like rain hats, or at least I thought they were rain hats, but then they showed up later. So maybe I'm not sure. They sort of were hats with like plastic eye cover things. So you could still see through them, but it like covered your whole head. So I thought it was still supposed to be for rain, but I just, I enjoyed this whole thing. It was, it was very satisfying to me. I would have to co-sign that. I really like this performance. I can I say I didn't like the walrus's outfit. I know it was part of the costume, but the whole Paddington bear with the seagull that did nothing for me, especially then when this is the song and that's the vocals. I didn't I didn't care for it. I didn't care for the for the raincoat is what I'm trying to say here. Why couldn't the walrus been a cool walrus? Why? Why couldn't that be an option? What do you think he should have been wearing? I don't know, just not a seagull on his head, especially when the when the one song the walrus is gonna spoiler alert is gonna get to perform isn't about water. <laughs> okay, I guess so you, like you're if, upset if the, that the walrus song, comes like if out performed Umbrella by if, Rihanna. Yeah, if it's Umbrella or if it's under the sea from the from the Little Mermaid, like then I'm like, okay, that makes it it makes no sense. The the costume don't match the vibe. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. To me, it matched his cute little face. Like he was just like, oh, I'm a walrus and I'm here to have fun in my little raincoat. 
that's my interpretation <laughs> of the walrus. <laughs> he's just there to have fun. And he's so cute with this cute little face. To me, I was like, this would be a stuffed animal. If you, if they wanted, which by the way, I do not understand why Fox has not marketed the mass Singer costumes as plushies. I don't know if they feel like it would be disrespectful or maybe they have, and I just haven't checked the store recently. No, they haven't. We know okay. they haven't. It, I think. Just in, yeah. The full extent of their merch last time we checked was the hoodies and t-shirts of like, don't talk to me that the performers wear like when they're behind the scenes. And then like phone cases. I don't think I've ever seen them do proper merch like that because they would sell. They would mm-hmm. sell. Especially if you advertise it and kids are like, oh, baby mammoth was so cute. They do not care who the celebrity is. They care about the costumes. Yeah. And they will ask their parents to buy those things. What's even more funny to me is that there are definitely better and more uh mass singer merchandise on websites like etsy and redbubble that are a lot more like detailed because we bought you a monster plushie from a creator on etsy like three years ago that looked Mm -hmm. looks phenomenal and t-pain has the same plushie so t-pain and i have that in common there we go yeah anyway what i'm trying to say is the fact that this is very cute, and I would buy this if it were a plushie. Yeah, I would for sure buy it as well. I'm looking at a Mass Singer dot shop, but I think it's the UK Mass Singer. It's not even the US one. Oh, Ugh. of course the UK has got it together. Well, they have more, you know, costume for like T-shirts with like the the picture of the like different costumes and stuff. Like there's a costume called Odd Socks. And okay. there's like merch that is, you know, T-shirt, hoodies, masks and phone cases with that costume's face on them. So, mm-hmm. again, they're not that inventive. These mass Singer merch stores, they're very basic. OK, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe one day they'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, what did you think of the um, oh, these are for mass dancer series, too, actually. Anyway, what did you think of the uh, bucket hat backup dancers? where the bucket hat kind of looked like it was a cooler Among Us character to me. Okay, yeah, that's the hat I'm talking about. The hat that looks like a rain hat. Like the one that's got the clear little thing. So I thought it was supposed to be rain themed because of the umbrellas. Like, is this a hat that is like 90s and we just were somehow missed the boat? We're too young to wear them, maybe. I don't know. 90s rain hat? Is that what it would be called? Would you describe it like a bucket hat? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was know. a bucket hat with a with like a sunroof bucket hat. Not a sunroof bucket hat because it's got the like plastic. It, it did look like a sunroof. Yeah. <laughs> OK, well, maybe someone remembers because I I do not re- remember them. <laughs> if that was a thing, I completely m- missed me. Yeah, I don't recall them either myself. But yeah, that's it. I thought the performance was really good. I enjoyed it. I did love the aerial shot they took with the umbrellas and the walrus in the middle. I thought that was a nice touch to this. But also, it really felt like this was the longest performance we've had in a minute. It felt like they let the walrus sing the entire song. It did feel very long. I don't know if maybe... Yeah, no, this would have been the exact same amount of time. Maybe they didn't have enough fluff from no guest judge because otherwise they have the guest judge. The guest judge comes out. They talk about how great it is to have the guest judge. You get more guesses because of the guest judge. Like, we got to pad some time. Give yeah. the walrus more space. He's so cute. 
But what did you think of some of the judges? Actually, you know what? Before that, um, so we need to get the onstage clue. Obviously, they hit it with the uh, whoop. There it is. Mm-hmm. And Lance Bass. Lance Bass is going to be the presenter of the onstage clue. I feel like we've been expecting Lance Bass to be on the show for a long time. He is now here as a guest, which means pencil him in for next season. He'll be one of the performers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I was very excited. I mean, we, we've had former boy banders before, but I think it was exciting because the last time that we were promised the potential of a Lance Bass, it was Lance Bass's assistant on the circle. So oh. it, was, it was nice to have actual Lance Bass here. Yeah, that, that's very sweet of you to even count that because no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it, do, it doesn't count realistically, but still. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So he comes on and he has a CD case with him, which. Did CDs, were CDs the prominent like music medium of the 90s or was that still cassette tapes? I feel like it was still cassette tapes. Okay, so I think, um, I'm trying to remember when I bought my first CD. So the first CD that I ever bought was the Backstreet Boys album. Same. Uh, which, I think it was Millennium. Millennium. Yeah, when did Millennium oh. come out? I mean, I mean not that 2000. us buying... <laughs> No, <laughs> but like it was, I was like 1999, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not that that is a good indication because, like, I'm sure CDs existed before. When did CDs become popular? Um, because I had a ton of tapes. Okay, yeah. Oh, wait, what? 1988. I had so Where? many CDs in the 90s. Or not CDs. I had tapes. I had mostly I had, tapes. Like I had all the Backstreet Boys leading up to Millennium on cassette tape. Um, I had a couple more cassette tapes, but I had all of them on cassette. And then I remember on the bubble of ninety nine to like two thousand two, I got the CD, which I could play on like the computer. Um, but I didn't have a lot of places to use it. And then I got my Discman in two thousand two, which was a rush. Okay, this is so interesting. After, okay, so this is not what I remember, but I don't know. Maybe we just we just didn't get CDs. But this article is saying that CD sales eclipsed cassette tapes in 1991. So then maybe our parents just weren't our- <laughs> investing in the new tech and we were just like, oh, this is what everyone else is using. Yeah, because I didn't have a CD player until much later. Yeah, no, same. Wait, hold on. When did the Walkman come out? I think also, I think where we are now with technology, it's a lot like we're all so much more aware of the new tech that comes out and Mm -hmm. so much more not capable, but likely to jump to the new tech and adapt almost immediately. Whereas before, I feel like that wasn't the case all that much because, you know, we had VHS for so long. Like I, I would say nineties were VHS. Right. And then uh, we had VCDs, which were typically, which were just uh, the same movie on two discs, part one, part two, as opposed to on a VHS. Then it transitioned to DVD. Then it went to Blu-ray. Then it went to like, whatever is, is there anything beyond Blu-ray now? What maybe, about maybe the not? HD DVDs? Isn't that a thing? Does that's anybody just, buy those? I think that's still just DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. But I think that's what it was. I think it was more of a, the, the jumping, adapting from one tech to another was not mm-hmm. as prominent at the time. 
Or mm-hmm. our parents were just like, well, you and I specifically were like, yeah, we, we're good with cassettes. We have, I mean, also, if you've accumulated all your music library and cassettes, you're not going to then flip it to CDs at the time, right? Well, I think also technology was not progressing as fast as it does yeah. now. Now it's like, bah, 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 where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. What is this? Like, what if you went all in on Betamax? And it was like, oops, my bad, right? You don't want to like immediately jump to the brand new things. So you kind of wait for it to get established a little bit because the Discman, which is the like CD Walkman that was first launched in 1984, but then it rebranded in 1997 and 1998. And I think that that's maybe when it became, according to this article, a little bit more popular. But anyway, regardless. I think we're okay to go with CDs. I'm cool with that. At this point, given what we what we have learned today, yes. The only I guess my the lesson I learned is I didn't get to the CDs quick enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're late late adopters. So the actual clue that we get on the the case <clears throat> was. This mix is made to give you a break from the heartache. And yes, they're all my TV theme songs. So Robin is the one I think who really leans into this. He's okay. You were on multiple TV shows or like you were known for multiple TV shows because he's the one who guesses Joey Lawrence. Yeah, he really zoned in on that. And then with the catchphrase of whoa, as the two things that link it to Joey Lawrence which when I heard that, I thought, please don't be Joy Lawrence. Like, do we need everyone from the from the Big Brother, Sully Big Brother alumni on this show at this point? Because <laughs> we had Chris Kirkpatrick this season as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, obviously they're reaching out to some new pools of people, and those pools of people include former Big Brother contestants. Yeah. Remember when we used to be like, oh, they weren't dancing with the star. That's a good sign. Yeah. Celebrity Big yeah. Brother officially a good sign too. Yeah, add it to the list. Okay, so wait, so who did you think it was based on the clues? Because I had Stamos. I, oh, oh, okay, okay. And you were sticking with that. No, but then I didn't know where to go after that, is yeah, my okay. honest answer. I thought maybe someone from Saved by the Bell, uh, which yeah. then once Nicole like jokingly changed it because the name was hard to pronounce for one of them, I was like, all right, it's not, it's not that. So then I was officially drawing a blank at that point. When when I was initially um uh, when I was initially going through the, okay, what are the 90 shows and who is the per, you know, the, the heartthrob from the 90 shows, my first like gut feeling, and this was solely based on how the walrus was acting on stage was James Vanderbeek. And then I was like, Oh my God, comes in threes, James Vanderbeek. And then I remembered that it's James Vanderbeek. It's four names, not three names. I thought I was in my head. I, had just tried to force fit the clue. So I was like, I put Vander together. So it was James Vanderbeek as three names. Oh my God, it comes in there. <laughs> so that was me being stupid. Um, and then I was like, okay, wait, let me go back. Let me revisit. But as I was watching, Robin said Joey Lawrence. And then all of a sudden I heard, whoa. And I thought of Big Brother and I couldn't get it out of my head. So my initial guess, definitely wrong. But as soon as Robin said it, I was like, oh, I could see it. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it just, it all added up in that moment for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It made a <laughs> lot of sense. <laughs> Although if it was jo- Joey Lawrence doing more than he did on any season of Big Brother in this one performance. It was a good performance. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't knock him. It was a good performance. Um, and then we then that was it for for the uh, the walrus here. And then we were going to move to the other new performer, which we'll talk about when we come right back. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And that performer, of course, Liana, is the milkshake. Now, the milkshake's clue was unbreakable. And then what we learned was that the milkshake looked tall, but then one of the judges says didn't seem athletic. So I don't know what that means. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what you mean by that. I think it was Robin who even said that. So then, but then the clue package for the milkshake was done in a wrap where things were being rhymed. So what we, here's what we got picking up the blitz, making hits. We saw peach pits. They dropped the mixtape and then we saw um, they mentioned something, something and jazzed. They took off like a rocket. Those are the things we got. And before we heard and jazzed, I wrote in my notes, this is jazz from Fresh Prince. It has to be mm-hmm. jazz from Fresh Prince. I refuse to see anything else but jazz from Fresh Prince. Mm. Do you still think that? Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I so it was interesting because I was trying to they, you know the way that they did the clue package was like in the rap so I was trying to decide I was like okay are these things are these words being chosen specifically because they are clues or are they being chosen because they're trying to force fit a rhyme so that made it like a little bit more difficult but the ones I picked up on the same things that you did and I was very taken with all of the I don't want to say athlete speak, but it was very much, it was, I mean, to me, it was like very clearly football, especially as soon as blitz was said, that's when I was like, okay, is this force fitting the rhyme or is this the one that was actively chosen as a clue? And then once we got more like handed me the ball, cause I never dropped it, took off like a rocket, that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, he's a running back. He's got to be a running back. Try to knock me out. I'll shake it off. Like, okay. Yeah, definitely. For sure, this has got to be a football player, even though we know the Mass Singer can do this in the past where they are a little bit shady with it. But for this, they've been so obvious. Well, see, here's the thing, right? The minute I hear that it's about football, I have a tough go of it because I don't get it, right? So I'm like, hmm, I don't understand that. That doesn't compute to me. So I'm just not going to bother because I'm not going to know if it's a football player at all. So then I, the reason I thought jazz. The whole thing about getting, you know, 
shaking it off after like taking a hit. I was like, okay, Uncle Phil throwing jazz out of the house. That makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. That's the direction we're headed here. But the thing that bothered me with both this and the the walrus was that the two things that I was thinking, the two instincts I had, I then heard a phrase that was directly trying, like clearly supposed to make me think of that. And mm-hmm. I realized, oh, I'm wrong. Right. The minute the phrase uh, full house came out, I was like, I don't think it's full house anymore. The minute jazz came up, I was like, I don't think it's it's jazz anymore. Uh, so, but yeah. then I didn't have anywhere else to go after that. Mm-hmm. I, I so I was definitely stuck on the uh, the running back thing because ready for action. So picked up the blitz. I just, the again, the hand of the ball, whatever I already said it. So I Googled football running backs that have released music <laughs> because <laughs> that's what I could do. Two Wikipedia articles popped up. One, Arian Foster. Two, Le'Veon Bell. So I promptly opened both Wikipedia pages and tried to force fit all the clues to make them fit, which is my classic move uh, when it comes to the mass Singer. So I, yeah, maybe, I don't know if we want to go through the clue package now and I can tell you some things that I found. We can talk about it later. Whatever no, you go want for do. it now. Okay. So the... Um, uh, so first things first, obviously, has released music uh, going by the stage name Juice. So got that. Obviously, all the football stuff um, fits breaking records. Definitely. He's got a whole section in his Wikipedia article. I mean, he's an outstanding running back. He's got a whole like, um, uh, uh, wh- where is it? Yeah, NFL records, a whole NFL records. Okay, so that fits. But what really sold me on it being him over um, over Arian Foster was the fact that the very last line of the clue package for the milkshake was throw a knockout punch. I then looked at the Oh, Wikipedia not page. the boxing match. Yes, <laughs> yes, baby. There is a whole section on boxing career and boxing record. And I don't know if you know this, but he tweeted a challenge to Jake Paul accusing him of fighting, quote, small dudes who can't box which is hilarious. Um, but then, yes. So anyway, so he fought Adrian Peterson, right? Yes. I think. Yes. 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 yes, yes. yes. Um, he won in a fifth round technical knockout. But anyway, he also boxed uh, and on October 29th, 2022. He boxed um, another, I don't know, uh, another a professional boxer, uh, Yura Hall. I think that's the name. U-R-I-A-H-H-A-L-L on the undercard of Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Which was last week. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. He lost that too. <laughs> so. So Le'Veon anyway. Bell's taken two L's. Uh, no, he didn't. He, Bell defeated Peterson in a fifth okay, round so then he so. so then he, you said he lost that too. Oh, I meant that he all because he gets eliminated in the mass singer. Um, oh, he, <laughs> uh, no, but so this was it. So that one, the second fight he did was his first professional fight. So technically, he's he's, he's 0-1, 0-1, 1, 1, 1, technically, but his, yeah. his first exhibition match, he did technically win. Yes. Okay. Well, technically, don't mean official. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's it for the milkshake, okay? Then the milkshake performed Jump On It by Sir Mix-A-Lot, which, great song. Love this song. But my God, this performance was not good. <laughs> I want to say he should, like, stick to boxing, but 
he'll also lost his most nope. recent boxing. I, mean, I think he should stick to boxing. Like, <laughs> I have like, never no, 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 heard a milkshake or I'm uh, sorry, a performer sounds so winded doing a song and just <laughs> barely just phoning it in. KC, what's up? Little Rock, what's up? I was like, what are you doing? Just just hang up the mic. But he looked like he was having so much fun. Yeah. And that's what matters. <laughs> as long I, as you're having fun on the mass singer, we do support it. But dear Lord. And okay, yeah. so you know why I'm actually you know what I should probably say this. You know why I'm so so like this about it, audience? The milkshake makes it to the battle royale. Okay, the milkshake isn't the first one unmasked on the night. That's why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting, because the minute that happened, we all knew the other person was going to be winning this this Mm -hmm. bout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just, um, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where, like, as you're watching the performances, you kind of immediately in your head, you just immediately compare them. and You're like, okay, well, definitely you're going home because the lambs are for sure going to beat you. And probably the walrus is going to beat you too. So just have a lot of fun, work the crowd, enjoy your time on the mass singer, enjoy your backup dancers still in the sunroof hats, which again, there were rain hats, but I don't know, I guess not fine. Just enjoy it. And, and I think for, it was fun for what it was, but obviously, especially given the fact that the milkshake makes it to the, battle royale just completely took any of the fun away from that section of the show yeah it was okay (laughs) it was it was there it happened yeah it was okay um but guess what to reveal the milkshake special clue new celebrity time Uh, isn't that exciting yeah Danielle Fischel, Topeka. Yeah. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. She comes out. I'm very excited to see her here. Uh, her The thing she reads is playlist perfect for your pregame main event after party. Just ask Wiz and Snoop. Wiz, of course, being Wiz Khalifa and Snoop being Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I don't... Um... I couldn't find anything in the Wikipedia pages of either of them for those. I just, to me, I felt like, okay, this is a little bit to throw you off. Maybe. I mean, maybe he's released music with them and I just like, I don't know, but the way, as soon as they said the a playlist is perfect for your pregame, even though I think they're trying to say like, Oh, but you would pregame for an event. I heard game and I was again, confirmation bias <laughs> sports sports. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't know what I could, where it could come from. Um, but what team did Le'Veon Bell play for? Um, let's see. He played for the Jets. He played for the Steelers. Oh, that's um, yeah. I would say Pittsburgh he's Steelers. Uh, Steelers. Black and Yellow was was his song. Oh, yeah, yeah. So mm. I, that could be a link. Um, I so when he said both Wiz and Snoop. My other thought was, I know that Wiz and Snoop did a movie called Mac and Devin Go to High School. Why do I know mm. that? Because I've watched it. Um, but I don't remember. I was like, I don't remember him being in that movie. So I don't know if that's what it is. And I don't think that was what it was. So. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyway. Um, good. Good, good. Milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. 
Yeah. So then Robin says he thinks it's an NFL player, but lists like four people. Ken Jones mm-hmm. thinks it's LL Cool J, which I would have been ready to say was the stupidest guess for the milkshake until Nicole guessed T.I. Uh, she must have been throwing, right? Like she probably just didn't know. And she was like, I'm just going to go with someone. Like, yeah. Because it's such an insult to T.I. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Um, I just don't think it was TI. I feel like, you know, the you know, going off the Peach Pits, the Peach, Georgia, and then, you know, like Atlanta. I was like, I don't think that's the connection you think it is. And then again, Jenny said DJ Jazzy Jeff, and I thought, okay, I think Jenny's throwing and I think I'm wrong. So Yeah. I I was like, I just refuse to believe Jazzy Jeff sounds like this. The peach pit clue was weird. I couldn't figure that one out. So if anyone has any insight, I'd be happy to hear it. Uh, I mean, you can look up Le'Veon Bell peach, right? Yeah. So see what that's about. Yeah, I googled like Georgia. I mean, did he did he play for the Bulldogs? I don't think so. Yeah, he played for Michigan State. Anyway, whatever. I don't care. Anyway, that's fine. Okay, so that's all we had on the milkshake. And then, of course, your beloved lambs make their return. So, Liana, you take it away on the lambs clue package. Well, we've seen this happen before with the other uh, reigning champions. And I guess by that, oh, no, I guess we had RoboGirl. I was going to say just the harp. But the clue package for the the... Uh, the competitor, the competitors that have been the reigning champions, they don't really get anything. It's just sort of a rehash of previous clues that we've seen before. And then maybe one new clue. So we see again, the famous jeans, like the jeans with famous written on the butt, which I have, I I have stepped away from it being a a pair of jeans. Uh, I do believe it is that they are related. So I'm just going to stay with that and that they are related to famous people. Fine. We see the diamond ring, we see the popcorn. And then the one new clue is the TV. It's like a um, a TV with a movie reel. And then the little clappity thing, you know, that they do when it's like action clap. Yeah. Like the, you know, scene one, take two action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The it's movie one of clip. those. Yeah. The movie click clacker, the movie clacker. Clapper. Yes. Oh, oh, it's actually called a clapper. A yeah. clapper board. Ah, oh, I didn't actually know that's an A. Okay, well, that's convenient. Yes, the movie clapper. Mm-hmm. Well, you learn something new every week. Mm. Yep, so that's all I got from the clue package. Yeah, uh, that's all I also got from the clue package. Slash, I got less than that from the clue package. Uh, then the performance was Ironic by Alanis Morissette. I thought it was so good. And even before the battle royale, I was like, all right, lambs, I'll see you in the set. He's like, you are beating the walrus. This is not going to be, this is a cakewalk at this point. Okay. So every single song warmed my heart for the performance. Ironic by Lance Morissette is so, like, she's so outstanding. The song is so good. And I know I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. When there's a song that is just so well done, I think sometimes it can be tough to live up to. But I do think that like once they got to the harmonizing and they could all sing together, I thought that that was absolutely 
outstanding. I just think that there's is a little bit of warm up in the beginning. It just and and honestly, it's probably my own like bias of just thinking of Alanis Morissette's rendition of the song. So I'm trying to get past that. Again, I would say overall the best performance of the night for sure from them. I think they are better together than they are apart, which is probably the reason why. I mean, well, obviously there's a reason why they perform together, but I think. That's why I want to give them credit for being able to perform together so successfully. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think this is the first time because I know that the Russian Nesting Dolls, uh, Hanson also did good as a trio, but I feel like the Lambs are doing way better for me. I feel mm -hmm. like it's just, it feels like a bit of a cheat code having three super good, talented assuming artists take the stage and then take turns harmonizing and, and playing the song out. So to me, um, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I loved it. I loved it. And I was upset and irritated because when the damn milkshake comes out and that's the milkshake and I'm like, Oh, which who's on my team in the draft. Oh, the milkshake, these three. <laughs> Great. Okay. I'll see you next week. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh boy, everything's uh, okay. fine. Yeah. So, all right. So then, moving on to the clues. So we get Lance Bass back again. Which, which they've this is the second time they've done this. What is the point <laughs> of then so. making it seem like a reveal and then it's the same guy? You couldn't find a third person from the '90s who would want to get some screen time. I'm sure there's plenty. I guess not. <laughs> Was Mark McGrath not available? Or maybe maybe it was like, oh, well, we're paying for Lance Bass to be here. We're going to use him twice kind of thing. I don't know if they felt that way about. Tori oh, Stelling. I don't want to say what two, I want right? to say, but is he Wait, is he is he really like that much of a name right now where it's like, oh, we got to make our money's worth. <sighs> we're going through this, these eras of nostalgia, right? And so it's it's possible. I mean, so I don't if you, hmm. I don't think Lance Bass's appearance fee is that much because he's in a lot of stuff. So, but he couldn't anything, be bothered to be on the he couldn't be bothered to be on the circle. Yeah, he didn't sign up to be on the circle. His who? What was the relation? His assistant, his his assistant was the assistant? one who wanted to be on the yeah. circle. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. I did like the pun where he's like, "I'm Lamb's Bass now." <laughs> that was good. That was good. They should have not. Then to me, it's like they shouldn't have brought him out for that. They should have brought him out. Sorry, not for the first one. They should have brought him out for the the last one. Again, okay. I sound like I'm being a Debbie Downer on it. It was fine, but I was like, "Give me a more of an, where's you know what? Where's Alfonso Ribeiro? Where is he?" Why is he mm -hmm. not on here? Yeah, again, I think a ton of people they could have gone to, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's a plethora of 90 stars I'm sure would be happy to to come be on TV. So I, no, I, I understand. Well, the clue on the CD case was, I believe, correct me if I got this wrong, go your own way and cruise the country with your besties, turn those daydreams into a reality. And reality was at least in different colored lettering and potentially mm -hmm. in all caps, if I... Had that right. Okay, so what do you think the the word reality was supposed to signify there? Well, they said it in terms of reality TV show. So, you know, I had my short list from last week that I was going off of. And so, again, like classic move, open the Wikipedia page and search for certain words. And... um uh well let's see did i find what did i find where are my notes on that yes so wilson phillips one of my guesses from last week 
Um, they appeared in their own reality TV show. Wilson Phillips still holding on. Okay, well, that sounds like a very good one. I'm just bummed that there's not at least. I wish I wish the Lambs were two people, so then I could still feel very good about my Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie guess. But mm. I think that that ship has sailed, especially yeah. with the vocal performances of the yeah. of the Lambs. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. The other thing, too, was going back to the movie reel clue. I mean, obviously, the movie reel clue, that could be so many people have been in movies. They've had cameos in movies, blah, whatever. Uh, but I will say, Wilson Phillips did have a cameo appearance in the film Bridesmaids, where they performed Hold On. And I probably already mentioned it, but one of the, one of the members of Wilson Phillips was a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the, what's the phrase? Um, like the the key evidence, but there's a phrase for it. Ah, the, the smoking, smoking gun. gun. Yes, mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. you. We got it. Th- you see how good we are? We got there together. Nice, nailed it. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, okay, so the, those were the clues. And then. Um... I didn't write down who the judges' guesses were. Did you happen to do that for this one? I did not. Uh, but I know that, no, the only one that I do know, because I keep thinking of it too, is I believe, who's it that keeps guessing the chicks? I want to say I think Robin, that Robin right? is the yeah. one who keeps doing that. Yeah, because every time I hear it, I'm, mm, yeah, I could, I could hear, I could potentially hear it. So that's the only did one the I remember. Did the chicks have a reality show? No. I okay, well, them. then I don't think they're in the running. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Or at least when I searched the word reality on their Wikipedia page, it didn't pop up. Okay, I see, I see. <laughs> Which, again, the extent of my research. <laughs> A lot of control F. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that kind of does work, you know? It, it could mm-hmm. work. That's yeah. the thing. I think what I've learned through these last two very humbling seasons of Mass Singer is that where I thrive is when I've been direct someone I've directly either like listened to, enjoyed their content or recognize their voice. If mm-hmm. I have to do a ton of research, there's not, I'm often not going to get there if I'm not at least somewhat connected to that world. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, I think it's tough because if I didn't have Wikipedia, it would be a very different story. Yeah. Yeah, would be, I would. Be. <laughs> I would know. I would know like two people from the season: Eric Idle and William Shatner, and that's it. Mm. That I could like get immediately. You know. Right. Right. Uh, okay. So 
the walrus is leaving. We get that announcement. The walrus is the one out, which the minute that happened in my notes, I wrote, okay, so bye-bye milkshake. That's over. So it made the remaining 20 minutes kind of an obvious what's going to happen. Alas, we'll go through the judges' guesses. So Ken stuck with John Stamos. Robin Thicke stayed with Joey Lawrence. Jenny went with Scott Wolf, who she said lived in her house for seven years. Yeah, I, that was odd. I did she not. She was like, yeah, this is someone who's lived in my house for seven years. I was like, is there, did I miss something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. And then uh, Nicole went with Mario Lopez. And then ultimately, Robin Thicke secures a W in his column because it was indeed Joey Lawrence. And he was super complimentary to Joey Lawrence. And Joey Lawrence was very much like, yeah, no, I, you know, maybe I should, I should dive into music. I've been thinking about that. I should do, I was like, oh, I remember I'm being taken back to Big Brother. He's giving me the same uh, cadences and energy he gave me in Big Brother right now. <laughs> I, um, uh, the, oh yeah. And the other thing too, is I told you this uh, offline, but I said his skin does look amazing. Yeah, you did say that. I can confirm. <laughs> he does it. Yeah, he looks great. Looks great. Yeah, so then we go to the Battle Royale, and the song that the milkshake is going to verse the lambs in is What is Love by Hathaway. Great mm-hmm. song. Amazing song. Very good song from the 90s. Uh, milkshake went first. It was very clear Milkshake was... <laughs> like, there wasn't even a moment where I was like, ooh, maybe this can, this can you know, edge him out. Um, because then the lambs got on and did a country version of it and just knocked it out of the park yeah I mean that's the thing you mentioned this of like well it felt like the last 20 minutes of the show didn't matter because I I felt like there was no way that the milkshake could shake their lamb's tail to the lambs but this really just was that nail in the coffin. I did appreciate that we got two different interpretations. We got sort of the milkshake trying to do a classic interpretation where I feel like they should have tried to let him rap, but I don't know how that would work, but look, they can figure it out. Okay. They can figure and it then, out. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you mentioned, the lambs doing the kind of country version ballad style, which, um, which I, I thought it was great. I, I'm, I'm happy that they did take a different interpretation, but I also would have loved to hear them belt out the uh, you know doing it sort of the the traditional way the other thing i thought of because as you mentioned what is love the song has the por- the portion that goes you know whoa oh joey lawrence could have done that but like with his like whoa but like whoa, whoa. You know <laughs> yeah he would have just thrown five woes there instead you think <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know whoa, so smarter whoa, than me figuring whoa. out <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 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 I'm amusing myself. Anyway, uh, so yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah, so that's it. Milkshake's out. Uh, Ken guesses a cool J. Robin guesses Deshaun Jackson. Jenny goes with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Nicole stays with TI. None of them were right. It is Le'Veon Bell. And Le'Veon Bell seems like he enjoyed himself, so I'm happy for him. Yeah, I mean, I think he, as you mentioned, he's like, oh, I wanted to show off all my other talents. I wanted to, you know, promote my music, which honestly, good on him. I can't imagine having a whole career. You spend your whole life dedicated to playing your sport, going to the NFL, essentially knowing that you have a a, a clock of, look, I've got to be done by the time I'm like in my late 20s, if you are lucky to play that long. Yeah, because what he's 30 and he's a free agent right now. 
Yeah, because he did he play? He was signed with the Jets in 2020, I think. But he then, was signed with the Ravens in 2021 as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was. It was and the Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he played three total games and then was released. So that's I, wild. I get you it. start like, your career in 2013, and by 2021, it's done. That's what I'm saying. But also, it's not just that. It's literally your whole life, right? Because it's you're playing in high school, you're playing in college, you're playing as a kid, like you're building those skills from the time that you're young, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're 29. And it's like, okay, you're done now. This thing you dedicated your whole life to doing. Yeah, no, that's done. So I would you have this huge hole, right? Oh, and you have to deal with all the CTE. So good for him for, you know, finding a, a second win. Passion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we like that for him. Yeah, I support that. Yay. Okay. Well, then, Liana, that brings us to the end of this episode. I guess the last thing I want to ask is, what is the theme next, this upcoming episode? Hall of Fame? Is that it? It is Hall of Fame night. Okay, so I'm assuming some kind of Hall of Famer <laughs> is going to be a guest judge. Uh, but yeah, I don't it, <laughs> is the music going to exclusively be from people who have been inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, but what Hall of Fame? The Hall of Fame of what? Isn't there a... I know there's like side ones, but is there a not a general one? Well, there's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But you're saying like, is there Hall of Fame... Oh, like, it has to be Rock music? and Roll then. No, it has to be Rock and Roll. Like a generic Rock and Roll or generic music Hall of Fame. No, see, I didn't think music. I just, I assumed that there was a Hall of Fame where any celebrity would get inducted in um I also, well I, I i don't know i mean okay yeah it might be a rock and roll hall of fame um because i know like for example colorado has their own music hall of fame so i don't know if we're going by individual states i guess we'll just have to find out yeah because i mean there's a lot of people that they could get from the rock and roll hall of fame there's what 351 inductees what if it's hall of fame but it's like the baseball hall of fame and they're all baseball players. <laughs> See, that would make, especially now that literally the baseball season just ended, that would make no sense. Yeah. Well, uh, or would it? Because they missed one week, right? There's, there's a world where it would have landed the same week as the world series. That's what I'm saying. Fox loves their baseball. So that's a way to synergize, you know, get multiple fan groups. All oh, excited. God. <laughs> well, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm a marketing genius. I can't well, wait to go back to another episode theme where I'm in the dark. <laughs> we'll just call Jordan Kalish. He'll figure it out for us. Oh, he'll so he would love it. The one I'm really excited for is Comedy Roast Night, which is going to be the episode after. I genuinely no idea. I'm really hoping they have to perform like spoken word of people's stand up comedy. No, I, I don't think, know. It you think it's, it's the just, all Weird Al? No, I don't think the music's going to have anything to do with it for that episode. No, I think it's okay. going to be just the guest judge is going to be either, in my opinion, um, what's his. Oh, Joel McHale or Triumph is going to be the guest judge. And then they're going to be shady all night. Uh, Robin's going to rib on Ken. Ken's going to rib on Robin. Mm -hmm. Nick Cannon's going to rib on Ken. Ken's going to call him daddy. And then mm -hmm. the music is not going to be, I don't think the music's going to be linked to it. I think the clue packages might be a little roasty. I think that's it. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's going to be more like what we saw with like the Vegas theme night. 
for example. Yeah. It's not going to be like someone getting up there doing their best Rodney Dangerfield impression. I got no I respect so. at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, what we do know is for next week for Hall of Fame night, you have Bride for the draft. Yes. I have Gopher and Venus Flytrap. So mm-hmm. one of us will have someone moving on. I know you mentioned it back with the when you're talking about the lambs about that you feel like they're performing better than any of the other sort of like multiple person groups. Yes. I think that's fair. Obviously, they're performing really well. I still, though, in my heart, my harp of harps <laughs> feel like the harp is still the ultimate winner. But I'm excited to see what group three, group C is going to bring. And maybe we'll get. Maybe one of us will have drafted the winner after all. Yeah, I I still think that the harp is the front runner and I don't think it's particularly close. And then it just comes down to what what do we have in the third group here? That's really going to be the determine that's going to deliberate what I think is going to be the end game as far as someone taking down the harp. Because imagine, imagine a world where this third group is just all joke performers, like just people that are not really singers, more like meme-ish and then one of them makes it to the semis that'd be funny Mm -hmm. that would be pretty funny again if they do stand-up comedy who knows we'll see all right liana that's all we have for the audience here today where can they find you what other things you have going on well you can follow me on twitter if twitter still exists uh at liana r-h-a-p i'm not suspended yet but i uh don't have any uh, desire to change my Twitter handle into Elon Musk. So I think we'll be okay on that one. I am podcasting about the Survivor season, of course, with the RHAP BNB. We had a really fun episode with Chappelle this past week, which the three of us, Mike Chappelle and I, we were all in DC together. So it was nice to have a little mini reunion to talk about the episode that we all watched together in person. And then I just had the absolute joy of talking with Puya, not what? an hour and a half ago <laughs> yeah less than about the latest episode of 90 day yes we had a lot of fun talking about that you know we both were out of town we were in dc last week so today was like the first day back on the podcast grind and my god was it a grind we did two podcasts back to back and dare i say both very fun podcasts mm-hmm Yep. Yep. It was really fun. You know, we had talked about them together the previous week as well. So it was nice to sort of have the two weeks in a row to talk about the episodes because it was the continuation of the same story, which is always, always fun. Uh, And uh, we got to see some really fun cowboy hats. So let's go. Yes. As far as my social media, you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream there three or four times a week. Definitely come through, say hi. I would appreciate that. And if you would like to leave a rating or review for this podcast, please go over to robswebsitecom slash singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. I think at this point, it's safe to say we are the official, unofficial Mask Singer podcast. I think we're up there, but more reviews would put us out there to more people. So if you could, would appreciate it. Either way, we have come to the end of this episode. You will be getting one more podcast this week about Mask Singer. That will be coming in about four or five days. But until then, take care. Have a good one, and we'll unmask you next time. Bye. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and say Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know.
time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.